When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourself. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about this really cool near-death experience story I came across. Now, a lot of people listen to my podcast and they, they listen for the alien experiences and those are great. Uh, this one's really cool because um, it really goes to give us a little bit more detail into the near-death experience. And um, I think that when it comes to aliens, when it comes to why we're here, when it comes to energy... When it comes to quantum physics and quantum mechanics, near-death experiences are all part of that as well. It's part of our energy and part of where we go. And it's all it all ties everything in. Ghosts, paranormal, ufology, it, it's, all, it's all connected. And so <clears throat> sometimes I will do some of these near-death experiences because I find them super fascinating. I think you will too. So this story uh, comes to us from a website that's very popular. Uh, it's called uh, nderf.org, uh, Near Death Experience Research Foundation.org, uh, but it's nderf for short.org. And this uh, particular near death experience is um, <clears throat> happened in 2012 in April. And it was due to a fatal drug overdose, leading to this individual dying um, and going into another realm. So I'll I'll discuss what he talks about, and we'll go from there. So he starts off by saying, an ambulance arrived, and paramedics came into my house to rescue me. I was experiencing muscle spasms uh, that were uncontrollable so I was tied to a stretcher to avoid hitting anyone. I was then carried upstairs into the outside of my house, and then they loaded me into the back of an ambulance. My heart was beating too fast and steadily increasing. Despite concentrating to slow the rhythm of my heart, my heart rate continued to dangerously increase. I kept fighting to stay alive. However, I became too exhausted, so I let go. When I woke up, I I felt very refreshed, clear-minded, and a sense of serenity. I felt no pain. There was only peace. I was not beating, and 
My heart was not beating, and I had no need to breathe. As I looked downward, I saw Earth. I thought I was looking through a spaceship window. I checked for the edges, but there were none, and the, there was no alien spaceship uh, electronics because I was not in a spaceship. From a specific geolocation, I was viewing the Earth in the same objective reality we are experiencing now. I was being separated from the Earth. Earth reminded me of a bunch of entangled energy particles that had been copied and collected into one spot. I'm going to stop there. It's really interesting because it kind of makes you think about a bunch of entangled energy particles. That's what he says. Uh, that have been copied and collected in one spot. It makes me think of like the genetic farmer races uh, and all the alien DNA that's been manipulated throughout the years. I looked down to see my hands, but all I saw was a sky blue haze. So imagine looking down to see your hands and there's just sky. That'd be a trip. I was in an orb made out of blue light and in the form of my core self. I was in the soul that I'd always known as, quote-unquote, myself. I looked over the earth a few times simply to marvel. I noticed that there were other blue lights and the same... Oh, there were other blue lights the same as me, and they were floating away. They were recently departed. In between the earth and stars, I was hovering in a zone called the Void. I started to worry because, unlike the other souls, I was not ascending. I watched as one of the departed flew away from the rest of the blue lights. So I flew over to become acquainted. As we got within speaking distance, we started to communicate as if thinking in blocks of information. We both learned all the good parts of each other's lives and stories almost at once. I saw the man's family, the interior of his house, himself going through the hair, the balding phase, the hair balding phase, and learned all the joyful moments he had. Then, as if becoming one of my best friends, he flew away happily and saying goodbye. I was so excited to meet another person that I wanted to meet more and do this forever. I looked around the horizon and found a group of blue orbs who were hovering around each other in the distance and, and above the earth. When I went to meet the group, I found that I could not. They were good souls, but underdeveloped. They were learning from one another and building themselves up. They were not to be interfered with. The learning blue orb zone was that of purgatory. Instead, the souls willing to be forgiven in purgatory, the innocent beings were shepherded together within a force field. As I watched, I saw another line of souls begin moving past me in a single-filed line, as if they were being expedited directly into heaven. I felt angry, because I thought that they were lesser than me, not as well-mannered, and not as educated. I suddenly realized that this line of thinking made me prideful, and I realized how much I had sinned. I began looking for a way to exit, but a number of larger works caught my eye. They were flying to and from the earth, observing, protecting, relaying information, and harnessing stray souls. It's really interesting that there's like some sort of entity that's observing, protecting, relaying information, and harnessing stray souls. I saw a flock of white lights bordering near the outside of space. There were billions of lights who were all former humans, and they were all moving in harmony. They were slowly folding together in the same way birds do in a flock. 
The sight was beautiful. I was looking at heaven. A large white object appeared in the distance between myself and the other large orbs. Although the orb was standing still in space, the orb wanted me to come closer to greet me. As I flew toward the orb, the pure white shape of a genderless human that was wearing a robe made of light came towards me. I knew that this being was super intelligent and was also much larger than I was. I estimated the orb to be around 15 to 20 feet taller than I was. The being's face was such a bright white light that I could not describe what I saw using the colors that we see on the earth. The angel was so beautiful that I was in absolute awe. The angel had tones of infrared blue and gold shimmering off the form. I knew that I was to trust wherever the angel was to take me. I felt like I was embraced by the being as if we were tied together while we suddenly rose up like we were in a big invisible elevator. As the elevator came to a halt, I looked up at the angel who was standing at attention as if someone, someone very important was behind me. Suddenly, a light shined on the angel that was brighter than the angel. I knew that this was the light of God. I cannot turn around to look at God because I feared doing so would mean I could no longer go back to earth. I also had no doubt as to his existence at all. I felt stupid, ashamed, and embarrassed and guilty for not having tried to live a better life before I met him. But then I felt two arms hug me from behind and felt all of my shame being replaced with pure, unconditional love. I didn't want to stay just yet, so I begged God to allow me to come back and live on earth. Right after the agreement, I was thrust back into my body and I was watching the fluorescent lights on the ceiling with uh, go past. I saw the double doors swing open. I was breathing again and my heart was beating and time was restored. I was so excited that I wanted to have my story validated, so I called a psychologist. Unfortunately, she dismissed my story as simply being part of hypermania. Her rejection caused me to become hesitant to tell others out of fear that they would think I was crazy. However, I know what experience was much more than a, oh, I know my experience was much more than a hallucination. I was in the same reality, but observing what I can only describe as an added dimension. I know that my subjective experience was reality and that I am sane. And this was a male, and this took place in April of 2012. So he talks a little bit about, you know, basically having lived or was experiencing the same reality, but just in a different dimension. He talks about it being 4D later on in these notes. Um, my viewpoint during the experience is best described as at a 4D where I wasn't experiencing the passage of time, but could see events or time as if time happened or was happening nearly at once. I think that's kind of fascinating <clears throat> because, you know, we, we hear this a lot in the next realm, heaven, the void, the after death, whatever you call it, nirvana, um, is 
is not bound by time. And so, again, we have another story where nothing's bound by time. Everything seemed to be happening at once, or time stopped or lost all meaning. Uh, time was compressed to the point I was not experiencing the passage of time. However, when viewing the earth as however, when viewing the earth was as if all time was contained and elapsing briefly, as if a few of my minutes translated into dozens or hundreds of years on earth. So that's really interesting. So it's like, for him, time wasn't moving. But on Earth, a few of what we would he would think of as his minutes on the next plane of existence was basically like dozens or hundreds of years here. So it's interesting, right? We think about our life and how we live it, and we think about day-to-day. And some people might say, oh, gosh, this day's dragging, or that day went fast. And it's all perception of time. It's all perception. You know, it's time, time is the illusion, but it was created for us to experience moments. Because in the afterlife, in the next realm, you experience everything at the same time. It's not cut day by day by day. Here, a lot of people think, oh gosh, we're unlucky, oh, we got to spend all this time doing this, doing that. But it's for a reason. It's for you to experience it. It's for you to feel it. It's for you to, to, to benefit from and so there's lots of experiences that we feel like this sucks i don't want to do this and this is not fun but it's part of the learning process it's part of becoming greater it's part of learning it's part of becoming a better soul it's part of becoming a better spirit and i'm not saying i want to go through a bunch of horrible stuff at all and i don't want anybody else to either um but you know again it it seems like there's a lot of like lessons here that can only be learned here so I think that's kind of interesting. Um, he talks about uh, a light clearly of mystical or otherworldly origin. I saw several lights that were unearthly. Uh, a, a, a white light that was uh, bluish and had golden tones. Um, however, it didn't hurt my eyes. You hear that all the time, right? Like this blinding light that doesn't hurt your eyes. It's like indescribable. He also states that he felt in incredible peace and pleasantry, um, that he no longer felt in conflict with nature. Um, he remembered many past events. Um, he engaged with that other individual and learned about his his life on this planet, um, even even going through his balding phase, which I can I can definitely uh, feel some sympathy for <laughs> to a degree. Um, so, you know, there's, there's lots of information here. He, he feels after this experience that he knows God, God exists, um, that God's plan is much greater than the rest of us. Um, he said, he says that he understands that getting into heaven requires work on earth. He states that I believe that if we don't do enough good, we're faced with, uh, most commonly faced with reincarnation. However, if we sent God altogether or laugh at him during our judgment prior to heaven, we very well may face our souls being omitted or sent to another dimension. It's almost like not accepting God. But again, many of these stories talk about the fact that we are all one. We are all part of the same soul. We're all part of one being. 
<clears throat> and what's fascinating to me is like when you get around the energy of like somebody that's positive here on planet earth that it makes you feel good. It makes you feel positive. It makes you feel energized. And what makes me happy to think about is that that person is not separate from me. That person is me. I am that person too. We are all experiencing different parts of this life at different time times, right? Like you might be 50 right now, but you might meet somebody that's 20. You might love hanging out with somebody that's 20. They're young. They have lots of energy. They're, 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 they're excited about life. Meanwhile, you know, later on in life, sometimes things change. And so there's lots of things that can be said for times that your timeline in life and, and how you feel and, and energy and how it's passed from one person to another. But we're all part of one great energy, aren't we? It's just how we choose to engage that energy and who we choose to engage it with um, and, and how, how we choose to live. And everything's a choice. Um, he states that the main reason we're here is, is to, is to love each other and love ourselves and to, to promote love. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's, it ends on a high note, obviously here, but I think that what's really interesting is, you know, there's a lot to unpack in this one. What's interesting is he also talked about like the fact that like one minute where he was at, basically felt basically was like a hundred years on earth that's super interesting um but there's a lot there's a lot to this story um if you want to read it go on nderf.org i believe it was was it, was it .org? i think it's .org. yeah and um and check it out you know there's there's like thousands of near-death experience stories on there fascinating um i've been i've i remember <laughs> going on that website in like 1999, back when it looked like, you know, like a 1999 website. And now it's all nice and fancy and fresh. And it's been around for like over 20 years. It's crazy. So anyway, do yourself a favor. If you're interested in near-death experience stories, feel free to check out that website. If you're interested in learning a little bit more, probably the hands down the best near-death experience resource you can have. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Hope you enjoyed uh, listen to it and learning a little bit more uh, about one person's near-death experience. Uh, it doesn't have to be the same for everyone, uh, but they, uh, there's all these different fascinating pieces of nuggets of information that you can gather from each different near-death experience story. I hope you guys take care of your spiritual, physical, and emotional health. Do as much as you can. Get therapy if needed. Take care of your physical health. Get a little exercise. Um, try to push yourself a little bit if you can. Um, some days we feel tired, some days we don't. Um, work on yourself during the days when you feel like you got some energy. And follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. It doesn't have to be every day, right? It could be baby steps. Some days you might not be able to do it. Some days I'm not able to do the podcast. Some days I'm, I'm able to and I can push it. And I can, I can try to make a lot of content for you guys. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.